Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Infinity Film Podcast. I am your host, Roderick Liptrot, and thank you for coming back to the greatest film podcast on planet Earth. As always, I never do these shows alone, so please give a big, warm round of applause to my co-host, but even better friend, Benjamin Saunders. Yay! Hello, hello. Insert funny quip here. Yeah, I couldn't think of one today, so that's that's it's all I okay. got. So the subject matter doesn't doesn't uh, need a joke today. No. Uh, so if you guys did see by the title, uh, we are talking about Queen and Slim, one of my personal favorite movies from last year. Um, but we'll get to that in a little bit. We are trying this new thing on the Infinity Film podcast called the Infinity Rundown, where we just run down through a bunch of news that has transpired and. These episodes do release usually on Fridays, Ben, or sometimes Mondays or whatever. So audience, excuse us if this news is a couple of days old or whatever. But, you know, we do, we do think it's required that we talk about some of this stuff. Yeah, um, keep the listeners in the know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, even though they do have smartphones. Sure. Uh, but You know, who, who wouldn't want to hear from, from us? Because we're, right. we're, we're just the greatest. Uh, unfortunately, we are going to go ahead and, and, and talk about some unfortunate news that happened yesterday. We are recording this on, what is it, the 9th, 9th of November. Yesterday, we lost an icon in the game show industry, Ben. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I mean, maybe the icon for gaming, game, yeah. game shows. Alex Trebek passed away at the age of, what was 80, right? Mm-hmm. Guy never, never even... Never looked 80. No. And, you know, pancreatic cancer, which is, mm-hmm. you know, which I'm sure most of you know is that's hard to come back from is pancreatic cancer. I, I mean, cancer in general, it, yeah. But uh, I did read a thing, Ben, where it's like pancreatic cancer you're least likely to come back from. And mm-hmm. he battled, he fought, and uh, he never let it affect his work, though. He, he was always showing up on Jeopardy with a big smile on his face. Now, I kind of tuned out on Jeopardy after a while, Ben. I'm not going to lie. Just because I, you know, just... It's a lot of episodes. No, there's, a, there's a lot. And, you know, you can always oh, just yeah. draw on a random one and, you know, enjoy it. Yep. Um, but, you, man, that show makes you smarter. That's for sure. And I know damn well I would I would embarrass myself. You know, you, I wouldn't even pass the audition. So, <sighs> full of life, Ben. Full, full of love. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that he was surrounded by his loved ones. Mm-hmm on his final day on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be missed. And there is, I, I'm quite, I, 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 I question the release date of his last episode. It's coming out on Christmas. Right. I, I found that odd. I'm not going to lie. That's Christmas is yeah. usually a happy time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I don't know. I don't know if it just worked out that way with the recording. I kind of doubt it, but. You know, I, they don't do it the day of, of course. So right, they they might have a, a few more weeks of material. So maybe it just worked yeah, out I around just, that time. I I just I, I just find that really really odd to drop it on on a holiday, which is supposed to be full of happiness and joy. Yeah, but you know what? That's who he was. Maybe he wanted. Maybe, you know, maybe maybe he said, "Hey, drop it on Christmas." I don't know. I don't know. I don't work at the network. Thank God for that. So, you know, I don't make that. I don't make those. We don't make those calls, Ben. No. But I do find it curious that they are going to drop that episode on Christmas. That caught me off guard for a minute. But we're not going to talk about Jeopardy. We're going to talk about Alex. 
And uh, Ben, I'm going to let you talk about him for, for a few moments. So why don't you go ahead and talk about uh Yeah, so um, I, I love game shows in general. And uh, Jeopardy is at the top of the list, of course. Watching it, you know, some growing up with my parents. Of course, I was always paired with Wheel of Fortune. Uh, yep. And as I grew older, I, I guess I you know, going to school more and stuff and then learning more. Uh, I tune into Jeopardy more often. Uh, I don't have cable now, but I love when Netflix comes out with new series and they'll do, you know, college championship and do a series where one person won a whole row of shows. So really love watching those. And yeah, I mean, it, it could be stale and boring, but because they got Alex Trebek, uh, he always made it fun, had, uh, hilarious quips too and when they when they talked to the contestants after that uh, first commercial break he always seemed invested too you know no matter what uh, story or her little anecdote they were sharing he was always engaged so uh, yeah we it was public for a while that he had uh, stage four pancreatic cancer but so I you know we we knew it would come one day I guess but didn't know when uh, and like you said it's uh, good that he was surrounded by his family and friends you know when he when he passed so and it's sad too hearing one of my friends told me that he even had if he knew he wanted to stop the show that he had a hand signal that he would tell mm. the the producers uh you know and let them know to zoom in on him and he would say his goodbyes but i don't i don't know if that happened because uh, it seems like it was he had a sudden decline in health uh, over the weekend so yeah that's uh you know rest in peace to alex trebek and uh Mm -hmm. it's gonna be hard (laughs) watching episodes back even too uh quick thing on alexa or you know the echo they have uh, a jeopardy game that i I play almost every day during the week so that's gonna be hard to hear his voice on there too Mm -hmm. uh for a while so yeah rest in peace alex trebek yes Yes, man, we've we've lost a lot of a lot of great ones this year, man. man yep. Just twenty twenty is not stopping. Nope. Uh, however, also over the weekend, something big happened. We have a new president, mm-hmm. President Elect Joe Biden. Yeah, this this uh, we I think we kind of knew by like Friday, maybe Thursday night, Friday, kind of where this election was going, but it wasn't official yet because it, it look the race the race was tight. Yeah. And um. You know, Saturday morning came and I, I heard I got the I got the alert on my phone. I was like, "Oh my god," you know. And you know, my sister came in and was like, "Hey, did you hear about?" And I was like, "Yep." And yeah, she you know she was happy. And cause my sister, I'm gonna tell you, man, that whole week she was just like, she'll come in my room, I'll just be you know eating or whatever, and she'll be like, "Fire trickery." You think Trump's gonna win? I was like, "Ryan, it's, it's all gonna let let itself play out. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna be cool." Uh, I had I had. I have my worries for a little bit there, Ben, but mm-hmm. uh, I just wanted, like, you know, like I said on my Instagram too, I was, I'm proud of all of us who went out and voted. You know, the, 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 here comes the tough, here comes the work now. Now we got to get, now Biden's got to get, get to work. Yep. But um, I don't want to get too political on here. I, I just, uh, yeah, I'll just keep it as I'm proud of all who went out and voted. That I know, I know you went and voted. Did you early vote or did you go vote on election day? No, I voted early. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm proud of all who went on a vote, who voted, you know, Trump still hasn't conceded yet. So this is going to drag, this is going to drag on for a while, which I've been trying to tell people it's good. He's going to drag this on for a while. Well, got till January 20th. So 
Yeah. So uh, we'll see. You know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. But uh it was great seeing it was great and not great seeing people out on the streets, you know, celebrating and partying. You know, it was great because it looked like we were all united for a little bit. Not great because we're still in the pandemic. So, you know, it, it, at least they were in masks. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. But yeah, man, that was just kind of one of the highlights of my weekend. It was also a great sports weekend for me, but we don't talk about sports on this page so or on this pod. So I'm not going to get into that. But yeah, Biden winning was the start of a great weekend. I know, I know Anna was happy too because I saw on her uh, Instagram story. I know she, she, she seemed happy. Yeah. Yeah, I usually don't delve into politics on uh, my page and stuff, but yeah, that was because uh, I saw the state flipping back red and blue, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. you know, all week keeping up with it. So, yeah, uh, I'm excited for the future. I'll say. Yeah, I am too. I am too. And uh, like I said, thanks to all who went out and voted. You guys exercised exercised your right. We fucking did it. So yeah, that's that's congrats to Biden. And um, let's get and to work. Kamala Harris. Well, yes, and the Kamala, who becomes the first woman um, VP, first woman of color VP. I mean, she 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 made history. Yep. She made history. And um, I also want to give a shout out to the to the to the great state of Georgia for for because this it looked like it was going to go red, and uh, we we turned it blue. We made it blue. So I'm I'm proud of you, Georgians. I, I'm not sure if. They call. I don't even know if they called Georgia. Have they called Georgia? I was about to say. I'm looking it up. I don't even know if they've called it yet. I know Georgia is one of the states that's going into a recount, but um, Georgia, Biden did take the lead in Georgia, which I was extremely happy about. So, yeah, it doesn't look like they've called it officially yet. Yeah. See. So that, I mean, they're still counting right now. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I think that's. I think they, don't, they didn't call North Carolina yet either, have they? Yeah. So. <laughs> But Trump, I think Trump had a pretty good lead, and and where you are, Ben. So, uh, yeah, I mean it was close, but yeah, Trump had, it. I think, yeah, Trump had a pretty good lead for the majority. But uh, let's 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 get away from politics. We're not a, we're on a politics podcast. Uh, we are a movie podcast. So let's let's talk some movies and TV. Just a couple things I want to talk about before we get into our Queen and Slim thing. WandaVision. Yes. 2021, 2020. I'm sick and tired of this shit, man. I can't. I can't. We got cast members saying it's gonna come out in December. We got, you know, sources saying they appear in January. And director, you know, we do know this though. They wrapped filming today, on the ninth. Uh, yeah. They have officially wrapped shooting. So my guess is those reshoots. Probably my assumption is those reshoots had to do something with everything going on with this whole Marvel Studios reshuffling. I just have a mm. feeling they went back because they were already, they were supposed to be done like months ago and then went back for some more reshoots. So, I mean, people go back on reshoots all the time though. So it's, you know, yeah, they're officially done now. It is still my, my most anticipated project for what's left to come out this year. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> movies, and, movies and TV. Yeah. Um, just because one, it's MCU related. So obviously that's going to get me excited, but you know, yep. two, that first trailer came out and was great mm-hmm. really really great so uh i got a feeling this is gonna be one of the more important shows for the overall story of the marvel universe sure. and where the where they're, where they're heading out uh going forward i'm gonna make a prediction ben i'm gonna say this show is gonna come out this year still and if i have to say a release date i'm gonna say it's gonna come out the week after 
Mando's finale. That's my guess. Ah, yeah, that's a that's a safe bet. So it'll be like end of December, mm-hmm. around Christmas time. I'm, I don't know if they're gonna drop it on the on Christmas because I know Souls already coming out Christmas. So they probably don't want to do that. Yeah. But I would probably say, yeah, maybe a couple days before Soul, or if they're really gonna wait till the end of the year, maybe they'll drop it on New Year's Eve. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. At this point, I'm kind of leaning more towards that, or even you know, January sometime. Honestly. Yeah. I think we're going to get within the next two months, two or three months. Yeah, yeah. It won't be a crazy long time. but Well, because here's the other thing. I, I, while you we were talking earlier, um, Entertainment Weaver just dropped something. They dropped the cover for one, uh, the new cover, I think, for next month. And yeah. WandaVision is, is on the cover. And apparently, yeah, an in-depth cover story about WandaVision will be released by EW tomorrow. So huh. <laughs> there <Okay>. we go. <laughs> So maybe we'll get a release date. I doubt it, but I'm I'm interested in seeing what kind of details they're gonna. Now I kind of want to get that EW magazine. Yeah. So that's our those are our quick thoughts on One Division, Star Wars. They have announced that they they've got this new show coming, a female fronted Star Wars Disney Plus series. Um, they've released some details, and this is I'm reading this from Fandom, which is where I found out about this. Uh, it's set in a pocket of the universe and a pocket of a timeline that we do don't know much about. Okay, I'm sold. Great. It's all in here. Away from the Skywalker shit. Thank you. <laughs> Says showrunner Leslie Headland, which I'll get to in a second. The series embarks on an Indiana Jones-style journey across the galaxy, which I'm sure that got you excited, Ben. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that got uh, our, our, our dear friend Jacob even yeah. more excited. Yep. Um, ben, we all know <laughs> that Star Wars is probably the most divisive thing in Hollywood right now when it comes to entertainment. Yeah. Um, One of them. Yep. Yeah, it's all. I think it's. I think it is the main thing that's dividing us right now in, in film fandom. But that's a conversation for another day. Stay tuned. This sounds exciting, man. I'm. I'm all in for this one because we're finally getting away from Skywalker stuff. Yep. Because there was an announcement last week that they're going to start shooting Boba Fett. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why? I don't. I don't care. <laughs> He's one of those characters where we. But this. How I felt about the Boba Fett thing was how I felt about Solo coming out. Yep. If we're going to do Solo, we either give me one with Harrison Ford and what was going on in the 30 years between Jedi and Force Awakens, or you just don't do it. Sure. I don't care about his origins. That was great, kind of great about the character. We didn't know his origin. We didn't know his backstory. I, I didn't care. Yeah, we know even less about Boba Fett. And so. that's all. That's, I'm all for that. Yep. I don't really need to go in depth about Boba Fett. Yeah. We are. We're dealing with our own bounty hunter with the Mando. Yep. I don't no, need another bounty hunter series. Yeah, I agree. It's just a even smaller character to give more story to that we don't really Thank need. You. Yeah. I mean, I care more about Mando than I care about Boba Fett at this point. <laughs> Damn. Now I'm contradicting myself because Mando does take place within the Skywalker saga. Yeah, but they really haven't made a whole lot of references towards the Skywalker saga. And I'm hoping they don't going forward. Yeah. You know, they are bringing characters like Ahsoka Tana from the Clone Wars is going to be in this season. Apparently, it's only for an episode. Right. But, yeah, I mean, this Star Wars thing I'm excited for. One, mm-hmm. female front team, which is probably going to piss off a whole lot of Star Wars crybabies. But, two, yeah, like I said, we're going in a different direction, different timeline. And whether that's before the Skywalker saga or afterwards remains to be seen. I'd be down if it was, if it was uh, after. Mm-hmm. The Skywalker saga, but if it's before, I'm 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 all I'm, I I can live with that too. So, yeah, going back to the, the female front that I'm 
excited by that and female uh writing and directing is that right mm-hmm. um so that'll be good i uh, i love daisy ridley and uh like ray her, her character a lot but i do kind of feel like near the end they didn't really do a whole lot of justice for her. i know i keep talking about how much i don't like ray the skywalker but um, oh, you and I both, buddy. <laughs> yeah but i think she she was awesome and and uh, a badass so i really like that they made her the the uh focus of the sequel trilogy so i'm excited to see what they do with this show yep and uh if the name leslie headland sounds familiar it's because she has directed uh one of my favorite movies of all time can you guess what that is benjamin uh top 10 okay if i say this it's gonna give it away but it's a rom-com yeah saving with other people yep no yes. way yeah she she is a showrunner for this show which i now i am like hell yes let's okay. go yeah but that that popped in my mind but i didn't want to <laughs> go to the rom-com but yeah yeah okay. huh. uh, she did a show on netflix too called russian doll which i hear is really good oh yes um, that is so good i need to check it out because i haven't watched it yet that's but, where uh, that's how i recognize her name then is russian doll yeah, she the, one of the one of the uh, the main character. What's her name? I forgot the, the actress who's um, the main character. Uh, Natasha is Natasha something, Leon. right? Yeah, Leon. She was in uh, one of my favorite film series, American Pie. Um, she's kind of the star of this, so I, I of that show. So maybe she'll show up in Star Wars. Who knows? Yeah, Leslie Headland. I'm 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 all in. I I forgot that she was the showrunner, uh, because they announced that like back in March or April, and I just completely forgot. Um, so good for her for getting getting work mm-hmm. for big budget stuff. So, hey, if you want to get some females, cast Lily James. <laughs> yes, um, ah, Lily James. Okay, uh, I and think that was all the news. Oh, go ahead. I want to touch on real quick the Indiana Jones style. Uh, oh, would yeah. be interesting. Uh, kind of, you know, they always give these references to other films and stuff that I know they're trying to get us excited for stuff too. But I always question how you know similar they are but uh i don't know it'll it'll be interesting if it's like a treasure quest kind of thing that'd be neat mm-hmm. so you know but we're we're working with the <laughs> foundation right now so i don't know what it's about at all but yes that did grip my attention as well and that will do it for the news uh, portion of this uh, of our infinity rundown i should say i was i was quick i'm glad we uh i'm glad we kept that within i think 10 15 minutes so yeah, hope um, so. Ran down quick. Yeah. So let's get into the main thing, though, Ben, which is Queen and Slim, mm-hmm. a film directed by first-time director Melina Moustakis, which came out last year in 2019, celebrating its one-year anniversary on the 27th. I wasn't all that looking forward to this movie when it was first announced. Dan Kaluuya kind of caught me because I was like, ah, oh, he's, he's a good actor. I know him. Um, but Melina, because you know she was best known excuse me, for directing Beyonce music videos, I believe. So then those trailers came out. I was like, oh, all right, I'm in. Cool. Thriller, uh, thriller-esque kind of film and coming out around Thanksgiving time. And I was like, oh, this could be a little bit of Oscar bait stuff. We'll see, though. Look, man, I've, I've, I've said this before on many, many occasions, and you have to a couple of times. 2019 was one hell of a year for films, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, left and right, you're just getting great film after great film, especially that latter half. Because you could, you could say summer 2019 was disappointing for the big blockbusters but uh some of the smaller i think the smaller films kind of rule 2020 
mm-hmm. or 2020, 2019. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this, this film was no exception, man. This, when I first, when I walked out of this film with my sister, man, I, I had said that I went on my Instagram. I don't remember this bit. I went on my Instagram and I went on my story and I was like, all right, yep. Buy Avengers Endgame, Queen Slim, that best movie of the year. Call end of the end of the day, end of discussion. Goodbye. I, at the end. I do remember that because it shocked me so much. <laughs> yeah, um, I got like five messages like, "What? What? Yeah, <laughs> better than Endgame." <laughs> <laughs> Come the end of the year, though, I was like, "You yeah, know, Endgame is still better." But <laughs> Queen and Slim is still a bit, still been is in my top fifteen films of all time. Mm-hmm. I. Man, when it comes to that that top half of 2019 with those films, dude, like I have all four or five of those films are in my top 30. But this film was special because it, it speaks to what's really going on right now. And I don't want to make you uncomfortable, Ben, because, you know, it does deal with race and, and, you know, kind of how we're treated when it comes to police and you know and and stuff like that so i i i'm I'm gonna do my best but not to make you uncomfortable no don't don't mind me no say what you need to say uh but let's talk about the movie first and if i have anything i'll say afterwards i'll you know i'll say it afterwards but uh yeah this this film spoilers obviously too we're just gonna go right into the spoilers what this film advertised was this thriller kind of buddy bonnie and clyde type you know type of film but when you watch it, Ben, the thriller stuff is there, but this is really kind of a romantic drama. Mm-hmm. Um, just about two two people in this span of it seems like what well, probably like what well, like you would say four days, maybe a week. Yeah, their last week, their last week on Earth. I kind of just gave away what happens to them, but whatever. This film consistently. First, I, let's just talk about the performances: Kaluuya and Jody Turner Smith. Uh, Kaluuya, we we expect that from him. I mean, the, the guy was fantastic. Uh, Jodie Turner Smith, though, wow, I loved her. She was, she was, she was really, she was really something special. And to hold her own against Kaluuya was was fantastic. Because I think now we hold, I think we hold Kaluuya as one of the best actors working today. And you know, what what both of them, you know, and their chemistry, their back and forth was was fantastic. And you know, let's talk about that uh, that opening scene, Ben at the diner on their date. Yep. Just awkward. <laughs> she's, she, and yeah. she's just kind of ragging on him the entire time. Yep. You know, and I felt bad for him almost too. <laughs> I was like, damn, yeah. you go. <laughs> I was like, come on, Danny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love how it opens there too. And it's not like them. It starts, just starts. Yeah. It's not them swiping through pictures or whatever, or saying, yeah. you know, Oh, I'm bored. You know, We're right and in the middle of the date. It's right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, and also I uh, wrote down, I think it's the first thing that's said, um, the waitress brings Kaluuya uh, or his character some eggs, and it's it's the wrong order because he, he asked for scrambled. And uh, she says, uh, she's like, aren't you going to say something? She's like, I, I'm upset when people don't do their job. And he's like, ah, it's okay. And that, you know, that, that kind of sets their characters. Yeah, you and, get – what happens for the rest of the film. Yeah. Yeah. You get kind of what these guys are like. Yep. He's more laid back and she's kind of a you know, stuck up and I'm just kidding. But you know, she's she's she she takes the initiative on yeah. uh, on things. Yeah. Yeah, he's he he changed throughout the film. Not too much, but he he uh he, he definitely has a nice arc in this film. Yep. Of he course then let loose oh, go a ahead. little bit. I yeah. was gonna say he, he, yeah, he learns to let loose a little bit. 
And then what transpires about two minutes later, you know, the uh, traffic stop. Yeah. You know, for a black person, we, we've seen that one too many times before already. Um, so we kind of knew how that was going to go down. By the previews, too, you kind of knew that was going to go down. Right. What you can learn, you, there, there, are, there are things to learn from that stop from, from all perspectives, from the cop, from how Jody Turner Smith reacted, and then from how uh, Kaluuya's character reacted. Because Kaluuya did not handle that well. character didn't handle it well at all. The cops certainly didn't, and Jody Turner-Smith did not at all either. Kaluuya, from the perspective that, dude, just shut up. Let him do his thing and just go. Take a ticket and go. Just don't yeah. talk. Just don't, don't say anything, all right? Jody Turner-Smith, don't talk back. There's no need. Uh, that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, and then three, the cop. Well, there's no really need to to say what the cop did wrong. The, yeah. the whole thing, the whole mess, the whole situation was messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to talk about that? That that traffic, that traffic uh, stop. Yeah, uh, where our movie starts. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's not completely one sided. Um, no, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to talk about. Um, mm. But it's a very intense scene, and uh, you know, I've never been involved or seen anything um you know myself like it so i can't relate in that aspect but i mean just watching it on a screen with super intense and knowing that it does happen yeah you know often is is insane so um yeah so again that scuffle we shoots the cop and uh we're not doing a whole scene by scene break i'm just kind of giving yeah, you a setup it, for, for the movie there there begins our bonnie and clyde uh, a filler from that from that point forward, and they take numerous stops throughout the way. Then, you know, <laughs> yep. Uh, Bokeem Woodbine, which I which was, oh man, he was not in the movie much. He's in the movie for probably like what like ten minutes of screen time, but yeah. he he chews up all the all the all the scenes he's in, and uh, as Uncle Earl, yeah, um, and he, uh, yeah, he's electric and he's oh, yeah. hilarious. But it it's crazy too because he's he's not really a good person he's uh-uh. incredibly disrespectful to women and uh as you find out he i mean it was an accident but he, he murdered his sister mm-hmm. um so yeah but in her the mom scenes, Jordan, 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 Jordan Smith's mom right yeah but the the scenes where he's laid back and joking and stuff he's he's pretty funny but uh yeah. but i mean it's just another you know juxtaposition scene there mm-hmm. or, or character at least that, that the movie portrays very well. I want to, uh, yeah. So that 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 was great, and just seeing like kind of their their tension throughout the uh, the time they spend there was great. Yep. And you know, they get new haircuts, <laughs> yeah, which was kind of cool. But you know, I'll, I'll circle back to them when it comes towards the end because I thought their ending to a uh, situation was was really powerful. I think though, Ben, my favorite stop was probably when they ran into Flea because I, I didn't know Flea was even going to be in the movie. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, Flea. yeah, it's Flea, yeah. And um, that was probably, to me, the most intense, besides the ending, that was probably the most intense situation. Yeah. Uh, the, the most intense stop of the whole trip because, you know, they got the cops and I'm like, oh, shit, where the, where the hell are they going to hide? I mean, they've got everyone there and, you know, I, I kept thinking to myself, too, and I saw the movie with my sister, so, my, you know, my sister and I were like, well, is the wife going to run them out? Because she's not really comfortable with them being there, and obviously the neighbors told them. Because when they first arrive, you see the the white old white uh, couple across the street, and they, she sees them, and oh, yeah, yeah, she probably ran on them the out. Porch. 
Mm-hmm. But damn, dude, like they couldn't even get a full meal in. They were, they were just yeah. going back to that though. Dan Kaluuya has an appetite. Every time this man's eating in this movie, <laughs> I mean, he he like just eats so like a child almost. <laughs> you gotta do. You gotta eat. Well, I mean, because like they kind of set that up in the in the beginning when they're on that date. He's just kind of eating. Yeah. He's like, hey, you gonna eat that salad? No. Yep. Yeah. And one of my favorite scenes too is when they when they stop that first time they stop actually I guess and ask that kid to uh, to get him food from the the fast food place because they're oh, nervous great. about going in. Yeah, and he he asked for so much. It's like I want a, yeah. uh, like a sandwich and some nuggets or whatever. Yep. I'm like. Damn. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and then she she gives him the money. And she's like, "You can keep the change." And he's like, "Well, it won't be much left after this order." Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, he was hilarious. Uh, dude, that that whole segment was hilarious too because uh, you know the father got that got accidentally got run over. Yeah. And, he, and he's like, uh, "What is it? Stop being a bitch and help me up." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop yeah. That that whole that whole back and forth was great. Yep. And. It just goes to show you too how social media and the media works these days now because it's not even like an hour and the news is already found out and it's all over yeah. social media and everything about the incident. Yeah, that, that was crazy. Well, going back to that whole Flea thing, yeah, Flea, that that whole segment with Flea was great, really intense. And then they're about to leave Flea's house. They have to jump out the window. She separates with her shoulder. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Because he heard her like in pain. I was like, okay, one of these two is going to get hurt somehow. They're, you know, the guy, you know, pops it back in and whatever. I was like, ah, oh, shit. And yeah. then the black cop opens up the garage and like, oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> and then he lets him go. And I'm like, my brother. <laughs> um, so uh, I forgot what he told the cop. I'm like, hey, he, what'd you he, find? He says, uh, he's like, it's just some deer caught in some branches. Right. Yeah. And then the cop says, told you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that cop probably got fired. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm but. sure once they found out. Uh, well, maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he got away with it. So yeah, one of my favorite quieter moments was the uh, when they went out to go dancing. Yes. That, that they you know they're at the bar and the bartender goes, "Hey, you're safe here. Mm-hmm. You're, no one's gonna rat you out." I love that man. That was great. Me too. Yeah, because yeah, it's not really necessary at all that they stop. But I mean, I love live music and, and beer also, so it would be hard well, to, <laughs> to to pass that up. Yeah, I, I like that a lot, and that's another sign of Kaluuya's character letting loose a little bit and being like, "Hey, mm-hmm. let's have you know character growth, a little bit of fun here." So, but I'm just for them, just for the both of them, just building yeah. chemistry because like you know throughout this whole entire trip, they're learning more and more about each other mm-hmm. and sort of why they are who they are and. Yeah, that that stop, man. When they were dancing, you know that that kind of signified to me like, oh, we got something really special, really special here. Yep. And their chemistry, you know, really, really intensified from that point on. Yeah, and I, I like too, kind of going off of that, that they they yeah. don't really like each other at first. I know we touched on that earlier, no. but um, well, the first half hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it could be. Uh, it's just another thing the movie does right uh, that. Melina does right that uh you know it could just be one person that you're following along or it could be you know a couple who's like oh we're gonna get through this but they're it's a they're bickering at first you know but yeah it's just another aspect for them 
to, yeah, to and, grow together, but, and that's what really mm-hmm. pulls you into their world. And we've seen that multiple times with these but like not well, not buddy road, but like these road trip movies, like ah, oh, right. the characters don't get along and they like each other then. But like, I think it's the writing by Lena Waif. Um, I feel like I'm pronouncing, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. That really, really helps. You know, the dialogue is between them is is just it's sharp, mm-hmm. and it, it really it, it works and. I gotta say too, Ben. I'm getting off topic here, but I want to mention how beautiful this film looks. The cinematography yeah. in this movie, man, I loved how this movie was shot. Mm-hmm. And I know we're gonna touch upon it a little, little later, but the music too. Oh yeah, you know, talk about the, you know dancing and all that. The music in this film was great, and the soundtrack is just on point. I love mm-hmm. the soundtrack and the score also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't usually listen to this. Uh... Well, I, there was a lot of different genres, but uh, I guess the, mm. the artists they play, I usually don't listen to. But the, yeah, you're not, a, you're not a rap guy. Just go ahead no. and say you're not a rap guy. You're not a rap guy. No, but there, there's other, there's like, uh, I guess, R&B and stuff too. Um, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot here. But, uh, but well, I mean, what they played fit with the, <laughs> the scenes so well, and I was mm-hmm. grooving. Yeah, it was, yeah. The music was, is one of my favorite aspects as well. And I want to give a quick shout out too to Devante Hines who did the score for this. Uh, such a wonderful score, and it really hit home. Come towards the ending, which I, yeah. But we'll get to that because I want to get to the build up to that scene. And I want to talk about one one more quieter scene that I thought I wasn't gonna like, but I ended up liking a lot. Them right, them on the horse farm, and him riding the horse. I, I like that. That was kind of cool because I was him again getting out of his comfort zone. And it was short. It was sweet. It was like a quick 30 seconds, but I don't know. It just showed more development and growth that he was ready. He was evolving as a character throughout this entire week that they're on the run and stuff. So, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, to me, that was, that was the most uh, egregious one that it wasn't really necessary. Oh, well, I'll but, get to that in a second. <laughs> but it, uh, some people were like, Oh, you know, that made me mad. What are they doing? But I, I understand that was, yeah, that was another thing. Um, yeah, that to me was just like, let's take a break. Let's take a yeah. breather. Let's just enjoy. Let's just enjoy where we are right now. Yep. Yeah. Plus, they're in a rural area, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, if if you asked me to do that, I would probably say nay. Wow. <laughs> Thank okay. you, second. Anyway, yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, talk about well. Let's not talk about. Let's say the unnecessary stuff for 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 very, like you know when we get to our negatives sure okay if we have any of course their last stop is the guy who's supposed to take them on a plane that's going to get them to cuba and that does not go over so well benjamin no uh i had a i i predicted ben that they were going to go get out of this and the film built it up so well there's the plane but then something caught me off guard ben he drove away really fast hmm when they yeah. get out of the car and they say thank you and everything, he drove away really fast. Yeah, and, that's true. And uh, when that happened, I was like, "Okay, maybe he's just trying to, maybe he's just trying to get him. whatever." Then you see the, then you see the lights, all the cop cars, and the chop, the helicopter, and it's like, "Ah, oh, shit!" Well, damn. Yep. I still didn't think they were gonna die. I thought, okay, maybe they're gonna get a trial. Here we go. And then Queen got shot. And that's when the tears started coming from me, man. Oh, yeah. Because the last word he said to her was, or the last word she says to him, would you be my legacy? You already are. Gunshot. Yeah. I even, uh, I watched it only for the second time 
uh, before recording, but that caught me off guard again. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, even though I knew it was, I knew it was coming mm-hmm. at some point because I had you know seen it before. But it, it, I jumped again, and yeah, yeah, I mean it, that whole scene is heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And I like how it, it could have went off as really cheesy, but when he picked her up and was walking towards the cops, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he didn't want to live without her. Yep. Um, he he had loved her too much at that point. He'd rather die than than spend the rest of his life in a jail cell because that's where that's where he was heading. Mm-hmm. He was going to spend the rest of his life in jail. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so when that happened, man, I was. I mean, that when when Queen got shot, that's when the tears started. But then you know, Slim died, and we find out their names are what Ernie, Ernest, and uh, uh, Angela. Angela, yeah, I believe. Mm-hmm. And you know, we, we were talking about this off screen before we started recording too. That you know the the news was broadcasting this and the cops were like, you know, well, you know, we were trying to negotiate and hopefully we, you know, we were hoping for a fair trial on that, but we, you know, we'll fire because they were armed and extremely dangerous. Where have you heard that before? Oh, I'm sure in almost every other African American that gets gunned down by the cops. So that, that, that hit home for me. And, you know, there are a lot of, uh, Af- you know, black people in my, in my screening when I saw this with my sister and I wasn't the only one crying. Because it just it just felt too real. Mm-hmm. Um, that how that how this whole that whole situation went down, and you know, seeing everyone's re- reactions along the way, they, people that they've stopped to, you know, from Uncle Earl to the mechanic mm-hmm. to the you know to to flee and his wife's character to the 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 jackass that ratted them out, you know, counting his money. Um, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, all that stuff hit pretty hard. So, what about what about you? Want to talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Going through, like you said, yeah, showing all the all the people that they knew or met with along the the past week was also really heartbreaking. And then sad to see their reactions. And then I think both both times too, I verbally grunted when they they showed that guy counting his money. Counting his money, yeah. Oh my gosh. Just makes me sick but uh yeah but it yeah i, I cried <laughs> both times too that i've seen it so you know i uh there's no there's no uh there, you know i i thought there was going to be some some sort of happy ending for the two of them and there wasn't yep yeah we hoped yeah as we had hoped for but uh you know it is it's it is what it is and um it worked though like, like the ending worked and when I look back on it and upon my multiple rewatches, I think that ending suited better just for the message that Molina was trying to get across. It would have been nice to see him in Cuba kind of happy living their life overseas away from, away from everything. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, that, yeah, that ending powerful mm-hmm. with the score and the funeral. And then I, I love that last shot of the mural because they, they, they became symbols. Yep for the community and for, for everyone who, you know, was really the black people who were, you know, who were following them the entire time. And, you know, I'm sure there were white people too, who were, you know, for all, for them and what they did and what they were doing. I don't think Bonita was ever trying to say, yeah, shoot cops dead. I think she was, you know, I, I don't think that was the message. I've seen, there was a YouTube video where one of the guys was, he was reviewing the film and why he didn't like it. And like one of the problems was, well, Melina's just saying it's okay to shoot cops and run away and get away with it. Like, 
I don't think that's what she was trying to do. No. I don't, I, I, you know, because honestly, there are a whole bunch of different ways this could have went in the right direction for them. And it just shows you that the system is backward. I think it was really just a, a, an attack on the media too, that the lady was trying to also do and how mm-hmm. we're treated. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I've also seen too, Ben, and we're going to, this is, this is going to lead into our, our negatives if we have any. There's this YouTube video where this girl does like a 17 minute video on how she felt about the film. And she's like, well, she's supposed to be like this lawyer, smart person. And, you know, there's so many different ways she could have handled the situation except for running. Okay. I get that. That's not Melina was trying to, they made a human reaction. Yeah. Their first, their first reaction was, holy shit, I'm scared. We just killed a cop. We got to bounce. They made a human reaction. Not saying every human would make that, would do that. Right. But they made the human reaction. She wasn't thinking about, oh my God, I'm a lawyer. Oh my God, I'm this. I'm, I'm, oh my God, I'm that. No, she just made the initial first reaction in their gut. Mm-hmm. We need to go. Because either they're going to get gunned down by the cops that are coming for them, or it's not, it's not going to end well them. End well for them. I mean, it didn't end well for them at the end of the movie, but yeah. So to that criticism, I don't really agree with. What, do, what about you? Yeah, no, I I agree with you that it's it was a human reaction and her, uh, yeah, I mean her personal reaction. None of us can say what we do in the moment, right? Uh, you know, or in high hindsight, right? Um, to a yeah, a, a life altering thing that happens in the span of you know not even a minute, uh, however long that encounter was. So I'm sure she probably regretted. It. Like I think they even mentioned it a little bit. Like man, maybe we shouldn't have run. But, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that you and I would have done that if we were in that situation, but like, like we said, human gut first reaction. So, mm-hmm. uh, Ben, my one negative, and it doesn't, it doesn't really bother me because I get what Molina was trying to do. That whole thing with the mechanic's son when they're trying to get the car fixed and, you know, that little, that, the mechanic's son, they take him out for a, a walk or whatever. I like that scene. That was a great scene, too. Yeah. You know, how he, he idolizes them. He looks up to them. and. You know, that's not the part I'm frustrated with. I, I was like, and with the part I was like, and with was the whole riots and attacking the police and everything. And then this, the, the kid has a gun and shoots a cop. And when he shot a black cop, so I'm not really sure why I, it would have been more effective to me if he had shot a white cop, but he shot a black cop anyway. I'm glad they didn't show him getting gunned down. I think that would have been a little too heavy. But I think the scene didn't work because it kept flash forwarding between that and Queen and Slim having sex. And I was like, eh, no. They kept going back and forth between those two scenes. I was like, that doesn't yeah. really work. It doesn't work for me. To me, at first, it, it kind of worked just because it's, well, this is, I'm going to sound weird. The, it was a suspenseful riot and then intercut with like a, you know, a, a passionate, uh, intense scene. And it, I think that juxtaposed well between, you know, they're they're kind of in their own world, not not their own world, but they're you know they're on the run and they're they're focused on that, staying alive. But they they feel like they're free, <laughs> in in a sense, right. uh, and they're able to you know to to do that and find. You know, the love scene I was fine with. You know, yeah, that was bound to happen. I mean, yeah. that, that was obvious. That was bound to happen. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then, and then just 
the the craziness that was happening in the in the streets and the cities and stuff. I don't know. I just thought that it was an interesting yeah interesting scene there and how it's intercut. But well, I mean, that goes to show you what's going on now. What was going on? You know, there's not many riots now, but you know when George Floyd and mm-hmm. you know all those we've lost have you know African Americans who are gunned down. Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm. A lot of riots. A lot of angry people. That's kind of what Melina was trying to show. Like, yeah, this stuff's going to happen. There are people for this. So, yeah. It, yeah. I thought it was an interesting way to transition between that and the love scene. And I, I could have done without the whole kid shooting the cop. But, like I said, it didn't detract from me because I, I still found this movie to be pretty much perfect. But it, it, it just uh, it took me out for a minute the first time I saw it. I was like, hey. yeah. I I like too how it, it I don't know it kind of shows their influence on well, I guess it's it's better represented at the end with them putting up the the poster of them and the shirt and stuff but it was just kind of in the middle there showing their influence on the community and then mm-hmm. him feeling like he could the the kid feeling like he could you know stand up and let his voice be heard but yeah I think maybe it went a little too far. <laughs> well, I mean, that, 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 that too has a deep meaning of, yeah, if they did it, why can't I? Yeah. Maybe I'll get away with it also. Yeah. Obviously it didn't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we see the guy, we see the father's reaction when Quinn and Slim die, you know, he's crying. He's probably still mourning his son. And literally a day later, you know, he's in his office working and, you know, so that, I'm sure that, yeah, I'm sure. Look, it, it, yeah. That, that's my one negative I have with it. But it it didn't detract from my score or how I feel about it because yeah it's it, to me it's perfect. But do you have any negatives, Ben? You want to talk talk about? I don't know about specific scenes, but there, I guess all I could say it was uh, there's a few times it seemed a little slow. Mm. But <laughs> I also understand because it was in between, you know, their stops and and it's right. usually them talking and you get to understand the characters more. But, I took that as a Melina trying to let us breathe with them. Yeah. Um, and enjoying where we are. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But uh, I don't know. I just, maybe there was like one too many. And no, I agree because that's a main criticism too I've seen yeah. with YouTube reviews and stuff. Like there's a couple of draggy parts. Yeah. Like the, the, the horse thing didn't totally work for me. Uh, and then after they stop at Flea's house. I mean, that was a very intense scene, of course, but I feel like there's a while after that of them driving and then they meet that yeah, guy. A lot and of course they have to introduce the, that character, Him, but douchebag. I, yeah. So I don't know. But, uh, but other than that, I feel like <laughs> everything was, was done very well. After there's a moment where they're on that road. I think, I think they're in Florida. She, she kind of had their, their, she has her body out in the window, just like, yeah, you know, taking. I I love that. I don't know why that scene really got to me for some reason. Yeah, and just enjoying the air, the fresh air, whatever. Um, you know, putting their head out the window, and then of course their entire bodies out the window. I don't know, man. They just it, it goes back to what you were saying earlier about them being free. They just they they had a moment of just peacefulness because mm-hmm. they have gone. They've now gone a couple of days with no one chasing them. They're on this road, pretty much all alone, and it's beautiful sunny florida i think they're in florida they might be somewhere else i'm not sure yeah i think florida. um and they're just enjoying enjoying this because it was beautiful mm-hmm. and they're just enjoying what, where they are and yeah i, I love I, lo- I love that a lot i yeah. love that a lot 
And I also like that there's this moment to, I forgot where it was. It might've been in the second act where you know, talking about relationships and everything and how, what he wants. And he's like, yeah, I want to ride or die. You know, I want my, I want people to remember me. I want one person to remember me. That's all I need. And I was like, yeah, that's, I don't know. That was probably the most, one of the most human moments in the entire film for me. Mm-hmm. You know, just him talking about, you know, having a ride or die. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of good quotes, memorable quotes. Uh, mm-hmm. Another one I wanted to shout out early, early on. Oh, he asked her a question and then she's like, I thought, you know, answering quick means you're telling the truth that you're, you're being honest. And he says, no, my dad always told me if you answer quick, you got a lie already to go, which I think was, is interesting. Um, yeah. I like that. Yeah. That stuck with me this time. So I, I told you, Ben, I was going to tell you, I was going to share this story when we were, we were going to record. So um, I'm trying to get this guy's name. It might've been this guy. I could be wrong though. I'm going to go with it. We'll see what happens. Okay. So the guy is the guy who rats them out. Uh, the guy's name is Dickinson o- Obarer, Obarer, I think is the, the is the, uh, yeah, it looks like this looks like the guy who uh, rats them out. Mm-hmm. So obviously we know what happened. You know, we know what happens with his character. You got the reward money and everything. Uh, that was a lot of money, by the way. Good Lord. Yeah. Um, so he did an interview and I found this out from my barber. Shout out to my barber, DK. He did an interview I forgot where it was, but he basically shared how he got so many death threats from people because he ratted them out. It's a movie. No way. Yeah, he, he. I don't know. Yeah, he was getting like threats, death threats because of what his character did in the movie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, his character pissed me off, but not. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. No, I just wanted to show that quick, quick little tidbit there. I was like, all right, guys, you know. Relax. It's a it's a movie. Really. Uh, but like there are points in this movie where it felt like a true story. Sometimes, like damn, this yeah. shit actually happened. Like it just it just it had that feel of a of a of like a, I don't you know a bi- biographical film. Mm-hmm. Other thing I wanted to share too was uh, after one of my screenings of this movie, we're walking out right, and this lady, older white lady, uh, we're coming out the theater, and she just goes. I don't know. She was trying to like maybe she was trying to mumble it, but I think she was she she said it loud enough where people could hear. Mm-hmm. But it was like yeah, I'm really trying to whisper, but I really want you guys to hear this. She goes, "Yeah, they deserved everything they got to them." And I was like, "Damn, lady, no, damn." And there's like a whole lot. There's a whole lot of white people like around her. She's like, she was like one of the very one of the few white people in the theater. Yeah, she said that. Good lord. And I like I I think people want to like look back and like really but you know people's doing the right thing kept kept on kept you know kept on yeah. walking through the trash away whatever but yeah it's it just goes to show you what where we still are as a country man yeah so yeah that, that, those are two little stories I wanted to share from that but it's funny because like my you know I told I told my mom I was going to like be watching this theater she's like why do you want to put yourself through that again I was like I just enjoy the ride you know not necessarily the ending right and. uh yeah, the, the the journey there is good is great but um yeah i want to give melina a shout out as we as we wrap this up Ben. i want to give melina masakis a shout out because she did such a great job with this and i got a feeling she is going to get a whole lot of work going forward i hope so yeah she better yeah um the screenwriter lena way she's already she's already well known she's she's already got she's done some stuff already mm-hmm. but yeah melina masakis definitely deserves more work after this um, I said it was gonna. It looked like Oscar bait. Didn't get nominated for shit. 
So yeah. um, I was I was a little bit disappointed with that. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you guys haven't seen it, it is on HBO Max. Um, if you don't own it, you should own it. But, yeah, if you have, if you don't own it, it is on HBO Max. So I recommend you guys check it out. I think Ben and I both agree you should check it out. Yep. It's worth watching. Yeah, uh, if you do pick it up on Blu-ray, I've seen the covers that are really cool too. Oh, how the it's, covers are nice. Yeah, you know, it's like the the picture of them, but it's like metallic and mm-hmm. shiny and stuff. Yeah, it's a they they did a good job with that too. Yeah, I'm not one for physical media anymore. You know this, Ben, but I I wouldn't mind picking that up. Mm-hmm. I might I I still might one of these days. Who knows if they're still available? But yeah, man, and like I said, like we said, Daniel Kaluuya, he he's well known. This man's yeah. This man's gonna have an Oscar one day, man. I, I gotta tell you, this wasn't my favorite performance from him. I think Get Out's still my favorite, but if you haven't seen him in Widows either with Steve McQueen, he is so good in Widows. Watch his performance in Widows. It's 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 really he plays a really good villain. Um, and of course, you know he's been in Black Panther, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy's the guy. The guy's well known. Yep. Jodie Turner Smith. Yeah, she's got a career too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am excited for where for where she's going. Uh, where her career's uh, tre- it's definitely trending upwards, um, Benjamin. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then shout out to all the supporting cast for their probably two days of work each. They probably <laughs> didn't have to be on set much. Truthfully, maybe uh, maybe Uncle maybe Bokeem Woodbine. Yeah, he probably had the most work. You know, days on set out of everybody. But yeah, man, this is this, to me. This, this was my second favorite film of 2019. Uh, I'm not sure where it ranked for you, Ben. I know you hate ranking stuff, but. Uh, yeah, this I don't this, hate. Uh, but... Well, I know you, you're. It's you don't. It's hard for you to rank stuff. So, yeah, this for me was. If it wasn't for Endgame, man, this movie would easily be the, my favorite movie of the year. And it's like one and two. Like I like I said, my my top movie is 2019. It's like after five, really after one through six, it it fluctuates. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- this was the cream of the crop for me when it comes to 2019. Uh, this and Endgame, and uh, I hope more people go out and see it because it only made. 48 million dollars worldwide wow yeah and i get it i get i get why it's a it's a tough subject matter and it's gonna piss off a lot of people um and it's gonna make some people uncomfortable but i think it's a movie we should see mm-hmm. i think it's important that we watch this uh just so everyone can learn something <laughs> within the first hit from within the first 10 minutes and how to handle a traffic stop uh, so yeah, that 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 those are my quick thoughts. If I like, like I said, it's in my top fifteen films of all time too. So, uh, Ben, closing thoughts on Queen and Slim? Yeah, it's uh, something hard I think for a lot of people to talk about, but should be talked about, and it's a powerful message and beautifully done in a movie too. You know, it it could have, I mean, I don't know, any movie could be good or bad, but when you got uh, awesome actors and you got a beautiful cinematography, beautiful score. And then, of course, you know the the important message underlying in the yeah. in the story. It's a incredible movie, yeah. And like you said, I think everyone should should watch it. I yes, I do agree. So that will do it for us for this uh, uh, Queen and Slim kind of retrospective or this episode of the Infinity Film Podcast, as we did do some rundowns of other news topics. Yeah. So let us know in the com- comments. Let us know. Send us a message. Send us an email. If you guys have seen the film and if you liked it, disliked it, did it make you feel uncomfortable? Was it harder watching you ever watch it again? Yeah, it's not it's not one of those movies. Yeah, it's like date night. I'm sure you and Anna are like, yeah, date night. Let's watch Queen and Slim. That's a great date night movie. Yeah, no, it's not it's not that kind of movie. But yeah, let us know. 
Ben, any last any last thoughts before we check out? Stay safe. Continue to oh, wear a mask. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, we're still in the pandemic, so yeah, make uh, make good choices, guys. And uh, we do want to thank you guys. We did just what well, release our twenty twentieth episode, and now I think we're up to twenty two at this point. So thank you guys who who have uh, stuck through us and, and have listened. You know, we've got some great content coming up for the rest of the year. Uh, I can't believe Ben, we've we've been doing this almost for half a year now. Yeah, so I know. We've really enjoyed this, so thank you. Yep. Thank you to all the fans, whether you're from the U.S., Sweden, U.K., Ireland, Canada, Australia, Singapore, or India. Love you yeah. guys. Hope you continue listening. And we'll I know that Canada listener. Marky Mark. <laughs> Marky Mark. Yep. We will continue to provide our best in podcasting. Yeah, we'll try. We do our best here. Yeah. All right. So for, for Benjamin Saunders and, and for myself, Roderick Liptrot, thank you guys for, for tuning in. Until next time, guys, stay safe and see you later. Welcome back, ladies. Wait, oh my fuck. Thanks. <laughs> <Nice. laughs>